Hello and welcome to Blood at the Castle at the Son of Ramjack. Good evening, listener. Or good morning, or good afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening to the show. I'm Alex, and joining us today um, is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. We're in the thick of the a creepy holiday spirit. Mm. Later in this episode, we're going to be talking about two episodes from a TV show from the 80s called Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah, such a goodie. I remember seeing reruns of this on the sci-fi channel when we were kids. Yeah, definitely. And the music is something that I will always remember Mm -hmm. because that being said, and I'll go ahead and share this off off the jump. I wasn't sure what this was when you sent it to me. And for some reason, I was in the mindset of audio radio shows because I remember we had talked about maybe doing an old radio show. And I put it on my device, put my headphones in and was listening to it. Again, not thinking it was an, uh, an uh, like a video. And I got through the entire first episode, one of the episodes, just thinking it was audio and was like, okay, well, this is weird. There's not a lot of, there's like maybe 10 lines of dialogue. Okay. I guess this is atmospheric. It's like a new experimental. Brad said it was a little kooky. I don't know. And I remember, I recognized the, the, the music at the beginning. I was like, oh, I guess they turned, maybe they did an audio version of the TV show. And the audio kept switching in quality to where I was like, wow, this is really poorly done. But it was just because the audio is, it's different in video. And it wasn't until later I was like, well, wait a minute, let me double check this. And then when I saw the video start, I was like, what the heck? Very different experience watching it, just watching it and then imagine. just listening to it. It was wild. I could, I followed most of it. I, very strange. But I mean, it's made, it is a video. It is a t- television show, and it made it it made it more creepy, more scary. So how did uh, uh, did how how did the video not start playing? And it was just playing audio. So downloaded it to my tablet, and also downloaded it to my phone, and had to use the VLC player to play it. I didn't immediately recognize the video format, so I thought oh, I guess this could be an audio. And when I started it on the VLC player, for some reason, the video didn't immediately start playing. I've noticed there's a lag, or there there could be a lag sometimes when I'm playing back stuff through the VLC player before it kicks in. And I guess that's what happened. I just happened to notice it, and it didn't kick on immediately. And I was like, all right, cool. I guess this is just an audio drama. Very, Very weird audio drama. It's yeah. obviously not, but it yeah. was... At first, I was thinking, all right, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I mean, but I listened to the 20-something minutes of this entire episode, just the audio, which is not a good experience. Just throwing that out there. No, no, definitely not. You lose all of the awesomeness that's that's the fun. Yeah. Um, But we'll we'll talk more about that in a little bit. There's other things to talk about first. Indeed, indeed. So what's what's the latest on your end, friend? What's happening? What's going down? Not too much. We're obviously getting ready for, excuse me, for the high holiday times. Mm -hmm. People are getting costumes. Nice. Getting excited. Got a costume party lined up for adults. It should be cool. I mean, normal, normal Halloween stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I did listen to a podcast recently that I sent your way because in the first, oh, go ahead. I listened to to the first few minutes of it. And then I was like, I can't listen to this. This is, it's a show very bad that we've talked about on the podcast before. And it's called Imaginary Worlds. And I think you've, you've tried to listen to other ones and you're like, yeah, this is bad. But to me, the thing that made me send it to you, besides the fact that it's about, um, haunted houses Mm -hmm. was in the first couple of minutes, the host says something about how, well, you know, ghost movies, 
are really about processing trauma or um, yeah, like overcoming traumatic experience. Oh. They're metaphors for that. And I was like, wow, what what else could I, yeah. immediately get Brad's blood boiling in the beginning of a podcast? I mean, well, I, and I, now I remember why I stopped listening to this because it was yeah, it was like it's because it's basically the same as listening to fucking um, like NPR bullshit. Like, oh, it fucking, is. I, it's like the broad generalities of uh, you know, ghost stories are all uh, all about unprocessed trauma, like are. Are, are there are there about the housing market? Are there about Native Amer- like what are you like? Fuck off! You can't just mix broad pronouncements that are that fucking specific. It, it is very NPR like. Except if NPR chose the most obscure, weird, nerdy things and then it to talk about. saying that, the, that uh, the Palestinians deserve to be genocided. And I was like, am I listening to NPR right now? What's happening? Well, you got to understand the the condition that's happening in the Middle East right now is really just a, it's very a horror metaphor. It's very horror. complicated. It's so complicated. It's very complicated. What's co- It's very complicated. You see, um, there's these heroic Israelis, um, and they are fighting vile oppressors that must be ethnically cleansed i mean defeated i mean uh wiped off the planet i mean um i both yeah both it's very complicated it's complicated both sides both sides very complicated um i don't know if it's that complicated it's not complicated complicated. no it's called the fucking around and finding out um the second thing that was mentioned right after that breath of ghost stories are just trauma obviously that's what we're all looking for i guess in in those movies such a dumb it's, thought such a dumb it, like i i <laughs> well it's matched with the second thought that i i understand because they make it not really an argument but they use it to talk about haunted houses and the housing market and i guess um generational inequality of the the way that um boomers and such the way they were able to purchase houses and the way it's nearly impossible for anyone uh young to do so because someone said, well, you know, the whole thing about houses being haunted or like haunted houses is that's really just a metaphor for um, house ownership and the anxieties around it. To which I was like, uh, because ghost stories have only existed since the 1970s. Uh, before yeah. the 1970s, ghost stories did not exist in any culture. I mean, and I, I stopped and I thought as someone who has uh, financed multiple homes, uh, never occurred to me when I was watching a, a scary movie about a house being possessed that it was like any well, c- clearly Brad and I do not believe ghosts are real but uh, hiders and houses can be real mm-hmm. frogging is a real thing mm-hmm. but ghosts are not a thing they're not real for all the reasons in the world so it never occurred to me when I'm watching these ghost things it's like ooh, oh and it sucks so bad just like in my situation like if a ghost started haunting my house bad investment oh fuck also, I guess, just logically, you could unload a haunted house. Even if the ghost was like, let's say ghosts were real. Like, come on. There'd be some someone who would buy it. Uh, you're telling me I couldn't put it on Creepy Hollows and immediately sell it for like an insane amount of money? Yeah. Get real. But they use that as a way to get into this. And some of the things that they mention, I just want to, to throw out. Um, one, there was a television show. I think it was on the Sci-Fi Channel. They've just gone into their second season, but they took a break. It's called Surreal Estate. And the whole premise is there's a elite team of specialists who handle cases. Elite. Where, elite. Yeah. I just want to stress. Um, if a house is haunted or possessed, mm-hmm. they come in and basically make it ready to sell. Are the ghosts evil? We'll get rid of them. 
If they're good, we'll, we'll come to an understanding. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole premise of the show is, mm-hmm. which is wild and interest. I, I think that's interesting, but I, I, I'm sure the show, I, I, I couldn't hang with it because I'm just not a yeah, yeah. supernatural guy. And then they mention a woman uh, whose name is Hagley. That's her last name. Maybe it's Christina Hagley or Chrissy Hagley. Cindy Hagley. And she is a, a realtor in California who is known for specializing in selling what people consider to be real haunted houses. And in that part of the podcast, it gets wild because she says, look, I don't, I'm not into ghost stories and all that. If I'm watching like movies about haunted houses and they're talking about it, it's like, I'm like, that's not real because I've experienced real haunted houses. (laughs) And she talks- Wait, 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 wait. When I'm watching a movie and they're talking about it, it's like, oh, that's not real because I've experienced real. Do you you think it- are you saying that otherwise you might be convinced that the actions happening upon the screen were happening in reality and somehow you're just looking through some sort of weird window that's in your living room or a giant window to see what giants are doing on the other side of a <laughs> room that is inside of a movie theater? What is the occasion where you're watching a movie and like, I think this is real? I, I really look forward to the day when we have like the past few VR and when you're watching a horror movie in your living room and you can see inside of it. Why not have an ex- extra experience where ghosts fucking are in your house or like you could like, oh, I got to pause it to go to the, the restroom. And yeah, the ghost from the television show is just in the mirror looking at you ah, or in your sh- behind your shower curtain. I, I mean, I, I, I would not like that, yeah, but that I could see people great. getting like, ooh, this could be fun. That does not sound fun. Um, I mean, we've experienced VR to the point where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm sure some people, the, the mind will eventually have it, but not me. Anyway, Hagley talks about how she was possessed once. Uh-uh. She was filming a show, Brad, where they were talking about basically like haunted houses and selling them. And she's like, look, I'm a skeptic. I don't think every house that people say is haunted. She actually goes through a system where she says, look, first we try to debunk it. A lot of these things can be easily debunked or like a lot of them are fake. Some of them are not fake. Mm-hmm. I've been in those. And honestly, it's not hard to sell them. It's it's my job as a realtor to disclose everything about the house. So I got to get down to that. I got to get down to it. I got to figure out what's going on. Uh, and like most of the time she says like, benevolent spirits or whatever it's whatever um and there but she said in one of the houses she was taping something she's like guys this is stupid this is dumb this isn't real i didn't sign on for this and one of the mediums that was there with him said cindy chill you're making the spirits unhappy and there's one like literally right beside you and it is not happy with what you're saying she's like are you listening to yourself you're fucking crazy ghosts are (laughs) and she became possessed by the ghost, Brad. Uh-huh. She said it felt like a cold went through her body and she'd lost uh, consciousness and apparently was just like acting a little weird. So they, they grabbed her, they rushed her out of the house. She came to really quickly. Uh-huh. And since then, she's had more respect for anything that might be lurking on these properties when she goes in to sell them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people might be asking, can I contact Hagley to sell me a haunted house? She doesn't do that. She thinks those people are, are crazy people who contact her. She gets them at least three times a week because she's known. Again, she is known as the person who will sell houses that are haunted. Oh, yeah. You know you know those realtors that just hate selling. Now, I will not sell this house to you. I will not. I hate selling houses. Worst part of my job of selling houses is selling houses. No, thank you. How many superstitious realtors are there that would be like, is this house haunted? Oh, oh fuck. I'm, I'm calling gone. bullshit on all of this. Shouldn't? It's got to be bullshit. A completely 
bullshit. Oh yeah, I'm a real. I hate hate selling houses. Ugh, gross. Worse. No, won't sell them. Won't sell them. Mm -mm. No. Why? What do you? What the fuck? Are, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. So I will say they were, and I don't. I don't know how this works. So maybe Dan can tell us something. And when you have him and Tammy hopefully on an episode in the future, and I'm not there, ask if you can or if anyone can remember. But she also mentions how, look, okay, obviously the haunted houses, sure. But also houses that have had like murders and stuff happening in them, uh, which sometimes can be haunted. But even if they're not haunted, she, she also has those hard to handle properties. And I guess the question I have is, is that incredibly hard to sell knowing that someone died? I mean, if you have an old house, the odds of someone having died in your house, I think, are pretty good. Just given how medical care was done back in the day, um, if it's really old, we're talking like a hundred years old. But I don't, I don't know if it's that, unless it was like some crazy person came in there to flip it, like did a very bad patch job on a horrific murder scene. I don't know. I, I don't know how hard it is to sell a house where someone has passed away in. I would assume it's not that difficult or it's not something you would need a specialist who specializes in these things no. to do. As you said, there is no shortage of people who would gladly help you sell your house. Yeah. That's their profession. Yeah. There's a house and in shortage. LA where houses are super expensive. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I want to help you sell your house. Shenanigans. I'm sorry you only made it part of the way through. I was... I don't know. The line of, like, the creepy hollowness of everything about the real estate and the haunting intrigued no. me a lot. Yeah, I was... No, I, I got, like, a probably... I don't... I don't I don't know how far I got. Maybe it was, like, ten minutes into it. <gasps> Doc! You gotta help me. I sold three new monsters this week, and I can't handle it! First off, on the interstate, there was a goof driving around rear-ending people... He can't be the only one out there. There's thousands of cars. How do I know which ones are goofs and not? And then there was this toddler. He had his parents' cell phone. He was happy one minute, but then he got too much attention. And he threw the phone down and glass went everywhere. It almost got in my shoes. I almost stepped on it. It's my phone next. Is it? Is it? And then, in the parking lot at the grocery store, there were people walking in the middle of the car lazy resort. I just want you to relax. I just want you to relax. Okay. Relax. Relax. And breathe. Relax. Breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe out. Remember, these aren't monsters. These aren't even close monsters. to monsters. Not even close. Not to monsters, monsters at all. The only the only monster you have to fear. Monster fear is Ramjack. It's Ramjack. Ramjack. That's that's something kind of spooky, scary. What's going on nice. with you, friend? What's going on in in Florida? Well, I mean, all the spooky, scariest things. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm sure. Uh, um, we'll, we still got to talk about, you know, uh, me and Tammy and Dan did the uh, behind the scenes, um, you know, tour a couple weeks ago. Now, um, I did my solo one. I mentioned that a little bit last up, but also since then, me and Dan went to um, Hollow Scream at SeaWorld. Which was, nice. you know, we we got a we had a deal on the tickets, so it was like, you know, let's try something different, you know, because we're because the haunted road uh, did not open this year for some reason. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Haunted road is closed. Haunted road is dead. Uh, they did send an email like two weeks ago saying the haunted road wouldn't be open this year, and we're like, yeah, obviously, because <laughs> it's October and you suck. So. 
I love they felt, I guess, self-important enough to be like, we got to tell them something. These people are clamoring people for more Haunted Road. People want to know where is the Haunted Road. I no. got to tell them. We already I'm just going to send an email. We were planning on not being there. Couldn't have paid us to go. Um, but yeah, so we yeah we got cheap tickets. So we're like, well, let's check this out. It'll, it'll be something fun and different. And I've never been to SeaWorld. So it was, it was, it was interesting. It's very hmm. bizarre. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it in full, but very dark. Um, guys, I had, uh, that was last Saturday. And let me just say, my eyeballs have never been put through so many feats in one day. Huh. I would just like to talk about a day in the life of my eyeballs. Now, I've definitely mentioned on the podcast before that I have terrible night vision. Everyone knows this. It is a, it is a fact of life. Mm-hmm. I have shockingly bad night vision. I mean, in most scenarios, not really a big deal. I mean, we live in a civilized society. Rarely am I in darkness. Not a problem. If I'm driving a car, there's headlights. There's street lights. We're fine. Um, it's just walking around in very dark. Also, my as, as part of whatever this you know deal is with my eyeball situation, my eyes adjust really bat- poorly. Like it's it's a long process of adjusting from you know extreme light and dark. So I just I got, I got bad eyes. Got bad eyes. It's a fact. Saturday morning, I went to see the new Exorcist movie. I went to see the Exorcist movie at 10.25 in the morning. Wow. Which is crazy. And knocking it out early. I was, well, I was wanting to go the night before, but I just thought it, I was editing, you know, podcast, and I was like, okay, I'll go in. I'll, I had a point that I wanted to get to before I stopped editing. And I finished editing like at 10 o'clock. And I'll like, all right, when's the, when's the last showing for Exorcist? And the last showing was at 10.15 on a Friday night. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hmm. Who, why is there not a later showing? Weird. So I was like, well, I guess I won't be seeing that. So I was like, well, when's, when can I possibly see it Saturday? Because I knew Saturday. I, I knew we had to record the, the first episode of uh, Quantum Leap coming back. Uh, we had to do that in the afternoon. So I had to be ready for that. Uh, and I knew we were going to, to Hollow Scream, you know, that evening. So I was like, well, all right. So maybe I could do it before, you know, we record Quantum Leap. And I was like, all right, what's the earliest we got? At 10.25 in the morning. It was like Paw Patrol and Exorcist are the two movies you can see at 10.25 in the morning on a Saturday. So I'm Wild. like, well, fuck it. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So I go to the theater, 10.25 feels ridiculous because it's or i've just finished drinking coffee mcdonald's is still serving breakfast and like <laughs> i'm going to see the exorcist um you, i forget what it's Exorcist believer the new one and i get into the theater and the thing I've, i i was not preparing i forgot that my eyes are garbage so you know i'm outside it's the bright sunny morning 10 25 a.m i step into a theater pitch black and I, I'm, well, first of all, I'm going in, going into the theater was a hassle because there was like this couple that like couldn't figure out how to work the door. Like I, they were, I don't know what the hell their deal was, but they were very annoying and like, I don't, they were trying to, oh, so I was like, all right, well, there's two entrances to this theater. There's the one that's like, um, on that, the handicap side, which is going to be, get me closer to where I'm sitting or I can take the other ones and I've got to go down some stairs. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going down the other ones. I'll just walk down the stairs. Yeah. Except I step into that theater pitch black i got nothing i got nothing and i straight up fell down those stairs dude yeah how is it pitch black were there not trailers running or was yeah, it past was, that point? but again my eyes are not oh, adjusted okay so even that was yeah. enough light it was the adjusting for your eyes. it was the adjusting from the brightness of outside into the darkness of the theater 
How many steps did you topple down? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, a few. Okay. A few. Not less than 20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, you fell down. Yeah. Very bruised up on my leg still. Yikes. uh, Yeah. Did um, anyone stand up and like, sir, are you okay? Or no, because I no, because I think these weirdos were still dealing with whatever their situation was. We'll get back to them. Um, and, and there was no one else in the theater. Well, there was like one other group. I don't. They may have actually even gotten there after that. I'm not sure. Um, okay. But I'm like, I just want to see Maria Menounos and The Exorcist, and I can't see anything because because looking at the screen hurts my eyes right now, and everything else is blackness. So and now my leg hurts too. So this sucks. I don't like any of this right now. This is very bad. This is a terrible way to start a day. I should have went to McDonald's and had a breakfast at, because I still could have because it was only 1025 in the morning and I'm going to see The Exorcist. <laughs> All right. Well, did, did the movie redeem its like this well, morning? Let's, uh, we're not quite to the movie yet. Okay. Because uh, Maria Menounos is talking. I'm like, all right, all right. Maria Menounos is doing her thing. Whatever. She's she's uh, pushing whatever podcast she's hosting this week. Good news. Regal's gotten rid of their stupid little intro where it's a bunch of people saying movie quotes. It's very fucking annoying. That's out. Guys, if you were avoiding going to Regal because you didn't want to see that ad before the movie, good news. At least for the Halloween season, it's out. So, like, I'm not familiar with this. It's you don't need to be. It's very bad. It's just. It's, is it just normos just saying movie no, quotes? No, it's like it's like Z-list actors and um, quoting much more talented actors are yeah, like yeah. well known. I mean, actors. and there's a couple of notable people, but it's mostly people like, oh yeah, I think that guy was possibly in a sitcom, or is maybe a comedian, or. Uh, there's like there's like three maybe recon- actually recognizable people in this. It's very bad. Um, and they're just they're talking to each other in movie quotes. It's it's terrible. Don't worry about it. It's very annoying. Luckily, okay. I didn't have to see that. So I'm like, all right, things are going well. But meanwhile, that couple that couldn't work the door is just having a conversation. And I'm like, what is uh. your deal? Because you're having a conversation. And it's like not a quiet conversation. You know how when you're in a movie theater and you need to talk to someone? Well, you know, maybe before the trailers or during the trailers, you you might, you know, speak in a softer voice, maybe even a whisper. Yeah. But definitely a softer. You wouldn't just speak in your normal full um, speech talking voice, possibly even louder. Yeah, that's crazy. So these fools are having a conversation about, like, finances. I'm pretty sure, like, if I'd had something to write with, I could have just, like, stolen their credit card information because, like, they're just talking about finances in a way that I'm like, do, do, hey, um, by the way, what was your social security number again and your mother's maiden name? Because I just need to make some notes so I can steal all of your money because I know way too much about your finances right now. It's very strange. (laughs) So, I, like, trailers end, Universal logo comes up, the movie's starting, and then they're still fuck talking at full volume. And again, it is me, it is them, and it is one other group of like three people. And again, these guys aren't right behind me. We're the only three groups of the people in the theater. I'm sitting like on the third row. They are like back like five rows at least to me. And I'm fully hearing the details of their finances. That's how loud they're speaking. So someone said, hey guys, shut up. The movie has started. Oh no, I said shut the fuck up. Nice. Well done. Yeah. 
and I gave him a look. Um, but yeah. Did the other people applaud you, just like at a distance? Like, nice. I mean, I felt, I felt, I felt an applause. I, 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 if they were applauding, I couldn't tell. Couldn't, didn't hear it because I think they were being polite, probably a quiet. Ball. And yeah, I obviously yes. couldn't see it because my eyeballs don't work. So I'm covered in bruises. I've had to yell at someone. Um, I don't have an egg McMuffin, um, <laughs> despite I very well could have had one. <laughs> I, what if I'd smuggled, smuggled in a McDonald's breakfast sandwich into a movie theater? I love that you're just so enthralled with the possibility it's, of like, ooh. Well, that was the, well, when I, I thought it was so funny that I'm seeing Exorcist at 1030 in the morning. Oh, yeah. But then like the, the idea that McDonald's still sells breakfast at 1030, like, you know, that's their 1030, I think is their cutoff. Like, that's very funny to me. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did they shut up, though? Did, they did. did. That After that, they, they nice. did shut up. They did shut up. Public shaming um, these motherfuckers. The movie was okay. It was fine. I, listen, here's the thing. It's a movie about exorcism and demons and whatnot. Whatever. Whatever. It's. I think it's for the most part, it's fine. It's fine. I, I think people are saying they don't like it. I think I, I think people are saying it's getting bad reviews or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly what you'd expect, I guess. I don't know. I don't think the other... I, people say the, the original Exorcist is one of the scariest movies. I don't see it. I, the, the original Exorcist is very boring. It's yeah. mostly people getting CAT scans. It's A lot of that is just happening in a hospital. It, people forget how boring that movie is. If you're not, like, really big into, like... I know there's a lot of people who thought The Exorcist was scary because they think it's real. Like right. the people who, like, they're like, ooh, demons are real. Like, possession is something that can happen. The movie is neat in the fact that, and I haven't seen all of it. I watched about half of it. We were like, all right. Like, I didn't need to see any more of it because it's like, I mean, I, I I know the iconic scenes and what happens. But I didn't think it was. Yeah. It's interesting how much they just, like, in the backgrounds of things, like, just, like, there's so much foreshadowing and just, like, mm-hmm. little winks at the camera. That's neat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that's about, I mean, it's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But again, also, it's very boring. So... Um, I, I much, I have much stronger feelings about Exorcist 3, which is great. Uh, we might end up talking about that again in the future at some point. Uh, we'll see. Um, but nice. what, and again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil the movie too much, but I, I can't, there's something about it that like, I immediately had to like write a couple of notes as soon as I was, you know, as soon as I finished watching this movie, um, because you know, it's trying to do this whole thing where it's like, it's trying to do this whole, yeah. Yeah, um, um, actually all, all religions and all, all belief systems have, like, have, uh, deal with demons and exorcism and demon possession, so it's not like this is just, like, a Catholic thing, um, mm. so we're doing that, and I'm like, well, well, that's weird, but... Not true, but okay. Yeah, and the... <sighs> The thing is, but, you know, we're still, like, defaulting and, like, going back to, like, a Catholic exorcism, for the most part. And, like, we're going to, like, a priest character, or then, like, an... I don't know. And it's just... What I wrote down was, um, neoliberal utilitarianism of religion defaulting to Christianity. (laughs) Because it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is not just, like, a Christian thing. This is, like, all... all, Everyone can, you know, we're not necessarily saying it's, like, a, a, like, a, like, a christian thing or a catholic thing this could it's it's beyond that it could go for any group because we have like all these different we we bring in like yeah we 
yeah, of course we have, we have a, like a Catholic priest. Yeah, we're dealing with him, and we also have like a uh, this person that does like a uh, like um, African tribal uh, uh, like voodoo things, um, and then this other like a New Age person that does their thing, um, but also like a like a Southern Baptist. So like there's all these groups, uh, but I'm like, but we're really just defaulting back to the Christian stuff because you guys are bring, keep bringing up the Bible and talking about Jesus and like casting out demons. So like we're just going back to Christian. You're, you're just defaulting I mean, yeah. down to Christianity. What? Which of the uh, which of the gods and like Norse mythology was Loki the one that cast out demons or like? I don't know. It, I don't know. Who's, I mean, I was who's like, the Hindu just, god that's casting out demons? It's or... like, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm like, guys, your movie's fake. Like, demons aren't real. Ghosts and goblins are not real. I don't need you to, like, backbend to try to open this up to other groups. You can just leave this, like, leave it with the Catholic stuff. Because the more you try to, like, make this for everybody, you really just make me think about how the fact that this is, this is just, like, a this is a you thing. This is not an everybody thing like i no clearly they're trying to to open up the market yeah because it's like look catholicism is not as hot as it used to be and really a lot of the protestants are also not too hot on catholics if we're gonna make this movie approachable from a mythology standpoint we gotta open it up what's what's hot new age folks cool let's get them in there yeah yeah southern baptist let's get them in there i would love to see the southern baptists try to like what was that even like like what the fuck it's what do they add I mean, there's just more. Did they try to get the Mormons in there? Like the Latter Day? I mean, I, honestly, I, don't, I say crowd. Southern Baptist. I don't even know if there's other like it's some other Protestant Christian group is all is what I know. So I don't. Okay. I don't know. I don't think they. Because again, it's just this fucking broad like neoliberal bullshit. Like it's utilitarianism. It's but it, like we're just defaulting to Christianity because that's what we're because it's we're talking about casting out demons and Jesus. Like I'm sorry, you. you you can do whatever you want with other, like, you, but, like, fuck off. Like, just. But really, Jesus was just a manifestation of, like, a larger thing that could be anything from any religion. None of this really. is real! <laughs> like, you're just making me think about how none of this is real. Like, again, I'm never gonna say the phrase, this really takes me out of the movie, because that's not a thing, because you're not, you were never in the movie. I don't know what kind of way, way you're able to deceive yourself, but, like, you were just really pointing out, like, all, like, the, you're, you're pointing out all the flaws here because I'm just thinking about now how like none of your religions make sense so it's weird if 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 in the future again I'm watching a movie in VR mm -hmm. and because of the pass-through I'm watching a movie and suddenly either one of my children just kind of like goes through the scene because they just kind of walk into that pass-through mode then I can say I was taken out of the movie because why is my child here in this movie why is it here with these ex like exorcists casting out demons just and as they meander to the kitchen to get a snack but otherwise I agree with you that's it's weird yeah so like I have so what what happens in the movie? I mean, there's kid, just an exorcism. Yeah, and kids get possessed by the demon. That's it. You know, things happen. Eventually, exorcisms. Things resolve. But that's not, not the end of it, right? I, the demon I, can go on to do other things. Yeah. I just don't understand. They don't give you enough to make it interesting for me from like the devil possession thing. I mean, there was a couple of scenes that I was looking forward to because mm. of the uh, Horror Nights house that I'm like, I wonder where where does this sad lamb, where's the sad lamb? Guys, sad lamb does not appear in the movie. We do not see the sad lamb. There in 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 the Horror Nights, you walk into a barn and uh, like 
you see a uh, you see a very sad lamb and i feel like they put a lot of detail into this sad lamb that they've got like lying there and i was like oh man can't wait to see that sad lamb in a theater and i can know his story because i love that sad lamb um they cut got cut out of the movie i guess maybe wow. i'll see the extended cut i don't know yeah kind of upset i didn't get to see my sad lamb friend that's kind of yeah that's kind of wild. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because obviously we'll they, find they out designed eventually. the house like, you know, a year before the movie came out. So and they just give them a list of things to put in there, maybe. Or like, yeah, they, hey. they see like, you know, scenes and early cuts and, you know, the script. So because the movie obviously was nowhere near, you know, finished when they were finalizing. Oh, the house, yeah. So that's what it is. But I mean, it's fine overall. But I again, it's just a lot of questions. So after the movie, I'm leaving the theater. It's now noon and the bright noon sun is out. And I've just left a movie theater. Now, because I went to a movie theater at 1030, I didn't think to bring sunglasses, which obviously I should have done. It would have helped me going in and out of the theater. But mm -hmm. I'm leaving the theater. I step outside into all the sunlight and like literally everything's white. I can't see at all. I'm blind. It's all white. Just white. Can't see a damn thing. <laughs> the other thing is they've they're doing construction at a, at my Regal and so they've kind of redone the whole front. And what I didn't know or didn't realize as I was stumbling out into the whiteness is that there's a step now that you have to go down that you didn't before and it straight up almost fell down that step again no way yeah yeah dude yeah so what i'm saying is guys if anyone knows any experimental eyeball replacement surgery please let me know because i think i'm a candidate i mean yeah could i please get some new eyeballs if within like a four-hour period, you fall down, clearly because of the shock of the transition between uh, admittedly extreme Floridian light and the darkness of a movie theater. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're on the top of the list. I should be on the list. I need to be on that list. What kind of demons, Pazuzu, do you hear me? Hey, will you give me new eyeballs for our soul? Because I'm not using what if, it. What if it takes you? But it makes your eyeballs, like, 100% easy to give switch. Give me those demon plus eyeballs. Pazuzu, how's about it? Is, it? is it like a full possession or could you like make friends with it? And then like together you guys are like, all right, cool. Let's do this together. I don't Listen, I don't know how demon deals work. Um, if anybody knows, let me know. But we do know that demon deals happen through all religions across the earth and time. Are there any prime time. day demon deals? Can I get a prime <laughs> day demon deal? I mean, if I've already got a prime membership, shouldn't I get demon deals at a discount? I mean, you gotta go to Creepy Hollow. Surely they're hmm. doing prime day deals. Hmm. I have crossed oceans of time to find you, Ramjack. But of course, then Saturday evening, uh, we, we did the Quantum Leap podcast. No eyeball trauma there. Hurrah. Uh, but then we go to Hollow Scream at SeaWorld and very dark. Ridiculously dark. I wasn't sure when you said that originally, as you were leading up to the story, what you meant by dark. Because I was thinking, well, did they go like all in on like a really bad like orcas eating people thing? And like, like, was it thematically just really dark in a weird way? It wasn't until you started talking about the theater. I was like, oh, he meant like the yeah, eye shifting no, things. Yeah, they, it's not just well making lit. sure it is badly lit. Um, okay. I'm, you know, I'm sure, you know, me and Dan will talk about it um, in depth at, at some point. But uh, b basics of it is like, first of all, they just don't have the lighting that like, you know, Universal has. So like hmm. their scare zones are just mostly you can't see them. Like I tried to take some pictures and like none of them came out because 
I mean, well, the oh, ones wow. that, that did that before it, because we it it starts at like seven, so we, there was about half an hour before it got dark. Um, you know, that I took some photos and those came out fine, but after that, none of them came out because it's just dark. There was one point we were going through a scare zone and we actually had to double back because we had went the wrong way, and we on coming back through it the second time, we realized, oh, there's like a statue of a, of a creature here. We didn't see it the first time. That's how dark it was. Wow. And it's a large creature. It is like a large, larger than a human creature. Didn't really see it the first time. I mean, Dan, a- Dan didn't even notice it the first time. And he has normal human night vision. That's how the monsters get you. You yeah. don't notice them. Yeah. They can be right there. It is interesting. I guess it makes sense, right? Does SeaWorld normally close close to the evening? Like, it seems like it would be a daytime thing because yeah. of all the creatures. Well, and here's the other thing. Like, however their weird-ass, like, thing works, like... So, Hollow Scream starts at 7, but they still have regular people in SeaWorld um, until 9 that night. Okay. So, like, there's some areas that are just kind of gated off, and I guess that's where, like, the normal, you know, regular day crowd is still doing stuff. But I just, like, why don't you guys just clear it out at 7? Like, you can't close it two hours early? What's SeaWorld? Do you, do you, are you that, are you getting that much business between 7 and 9 on a Saturday in October? Sea World, are you? Are you? Um, but yeah, so, uh, and they've got five houses, um, most of them very dark. There was only, there was one of them that was actually pretty good. The rest of them were bad. Wow. A couple of them were very bad. And like, I mean, obviously they, it, obviously they don't have the budget that, you know, Horror Nights does. I get that. That's fine. But I, it's very strange. I, I don't know. Because, like, I it's kind of neat in the fact the actors have a little bit more freedom to kind of, like, do stuff. Because, um, they're first of all, they're they're just kind of a la- They have more freedom in general. Like, because they're actually, one, they're actually speaking. So, like, you know, Horror Nights, for the most part, it's pre-recorded stuff. So the actors aren't, you know, having to scream all night long. Because that would be horrific. But uh, Hollow Scream, no, it's just, it's just actors. Like, they, and they can kind of, you know, play along and improvise and do their own thing for the most part. Mm. So I, that's kind of interesting, but also it's weird and bad and very bad. Again, very dark. Wildly, there's a lot, most of houses, I couldn't see anything at all. And Dan agreed that also that he could, for the most part, there was most of the houses you walking through, you just can't really see anything. So bad call on whoever made that choice. Assuming it was a choice, well, and I, not just I think due to budget, budget for one thing. They just don't have. They don't. They they can't do the decor like you know you know Universal does, and so like they've got characters, but it's like there's the theming's not there, the story's not there. I you know it was some of it was fun, some of it was very bizarre, some weird choices were made. Um, were there any themes? Like what was the? Yeah, I mean there's there's there seems that, and there's there's another thing like the actual house themes were insane because one of them is like. There's a couple of things. I one of them it's about home, there's homeless vampires. Um, it starts talking oh, wow. about homeless people, and then it's like uh, now the vampires are homeless. And I'm like, what? Are you, what? I don't think this is appropriate. But that wasn't the most inappropriate thing we saw. Um, that was like the uh, um, the musical show performance that we watched. Um, we watched this show, and it's apparently their most popular show, and it's about Jack the Ripper. You know, we're doing like a Jack the Ripper show, uh, and it starts off and it's like original music, but then it's just like not original music, and they're just, you know, doing songs and, you know, dancing. But then there's also a part where like 
I, again, the story is very, almost impossible to follow. I don't really know what happened. I, there's a possibility that at the end, he either like met a vampire or he killed a woman. And I'm not sure which it is. And I'm not sure huh. if she's alive or dead or if they knew each other or what the story was. I don't know. But there is a scene where some skeletons dance around. And I think those are the victims of Jack the Ripper, which is kind of strange because that's hey. a real person. Yeah. So we're just like doing a thing where like the victims of a serial killer are dancing around for like a musical performance. And that just seems weird. There's nothing about homeless vampires and this Jack the Ripper musical that inspires confidence with anything else that's going to come I mean, you afterwards. Know, I thought about writing a musical where the ghost of J- on Benet Ramsey danced around. But then I was like, you know, that seems like it could be in poor taste. <laughs> well, pitch it at uh, SeaWorld. See what happens. Hi. Maybe they'll love Very it. Very strange. Very strange. So yeah. Um, so yeah. It was. It was. It was a weird night. There was also a lot of. Th- I had a lot of eyeball issues in that show too because they kept doing these light effects and they would like you know because again it's it's you know it's I don't know it's like a dance show and you know music and stuff and they're doing lighting effects but they're also like the lights are also like. S- there's these spotlights that are coming down and they're like going into the crowd. So you're just getting hit with these like bright lights. So I'm constantly just like, you know, having to shield my eyes and look. Eventually I put on sunglasses in the fucking theater to get through the show because I was about to have to leave because it was, I just like, ow, you're hurting my eyes like every 15 seconds. So was there uh, anything related to the animals? Isn't that what SeaWorld is known for? Well, yeah, but not this is, this is just, this is just their Halloween thing. It has nothing to do with that. He would think they would put at least some animal spin on it. No. Or that's what I'm looking for. No. Cool. It's Halloween. How can we incorporate the concept of orcas or whatever else is at SeaWorld? But I guess that would make the animals evil or I don't know. Yeah, no. But otherwise you enjoyed it? It was it was interesting. I'm, I mean, I... We had some, we had, we met some characters and had some adventures. We'll talk about that in the future. Um, but it was, it was interesting. I, if I had to pay full price, you know, maybe once as just a one-off weird thing, I can't imagine wanting to do that twice in a year. I feel like it's maybe, you know, maybe it's something we check out every other year. Because also their houses aren't new every year. Um, they do the oh. same ones, so. They've done the homeless vampire thing multiple times. Uh, seemingly, yes. There is a wow. there is a new one this year, and that again, that was the good one. That was the best one. It was it was it was interesting. Like they did some cool stuff with that. But there's a lot of weird stuff about this one. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, there's a lot I of think... weird things. There were, like yeah, there was one that were, I was like, I don't know if we're, I had to go back and like read the description after it was over. And the weird thing is on the website, like there's like a little summary, and then you click on it to get more information, and you get like a larger summary. It was like two different stories. Like one, it was like. Like, uh, oh yeah, there's this, there's, oh, there's an ice, there's a, there's an ice, there's a, a, I don't know, like an ice demon and a fire demon and blah, blah, blah. And they've been captured. And I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Um, but then we went through the house and I was like, I can't tell if we're like in a science facility or an office are an apartment building. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Um, and I'm very confused. So I was after it was over, I looked at like the full description. I'm like, oh, well, this is seems different. And okay, apparently it was a science facility. Okay, all right. And these things had been captured. And okay, all right. I mean, near the end, it was like, oh, there's a place where it's kind of cool and there's like fake ice everywhere. And then you went into another part that was slightly warm. I was like, oh, I guess this is the it was the heat demon or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on their website now because mm-hmm. everything you're I, I the only thing that is and this is what I would expect 
There are, like, sirens, apparently? Did you see these while you were there? Yeah, we passed them. Sirens are aquatic. They are a monster from the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything else... I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, Horror Nights has been around for a lot longer. Yeah. They have the budget. Yeah. I think you're right. Like, every other year, just see what's going on. Yeah, you know, if you, if you get your deal. And, you know, there's lots of deals to be to be, to be be had. I mean, also, it was a very... Crowds were much lesser. Like, most of our waits were, you know, very short. So, that was a plus. And, you know, it's something different. And I, you know, had never been. But, uh, yeah, weird. And, again, just more eyeball trauma and a day of eyeball trauma. Wow. Well, I'm glad you lived through it, friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that Alien Fire in the Sky-like movie I told you about? Yes. Um, I was flipping through um, one of the instant, uh, one of the social media apps, videos, apps, and as an advertisement, they showed a scene from that. And out of nowhere, I was flipping, and suddenly this woman was being attacked by a creature, and I was like, ah! Like, it literally scared me. Oof. I have it on, I have it on my Plex server. I need to watch it. Oh, nice. I would not be opposed to watching that for the next episode of Ramjack. Not that we would talk about it in full, but maybe we could just talk about how, what we thought of it, but just throwing that one out there. If you are with us, Ramjack, please, give us a sign. Someone else is here. Someone I've never seen before. Friends, it's that super spooky time of the week when we talk about Tales from the Dark Side! Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld... A place that is just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. The first episode we will be discussing is Trick or Treat. Yes. Which aired October 29th, 1983. Oh, before I was born. Was the pilot that got picked up, and the first episode actually airs in September 30th of 1984. Yes. The other episode we're going to be talking about is in episode 7, uh, Inside the Closet. Oh. Hmm. Now, here it says it aired on November 24th. On IMDb, it says it aired on November 18th, which was my first birthday. So I prefer that oh. one. I prefer to believe that. Yeah, very different episodes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. we'll get to that first. We gotta summarize. Yeah, them. just so, just so you know, the process here. I've been wanting to do this one for a while, and I got the I got the box sets because um, it was like on sale for like nine dollars, and it's one of those things that's just been hanging out, you know, in like his Amazon wish list for like years. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's time to just have this on disc because it's been really hard to find a lot. Of, I, I know we've wanted to do this many Halloweens, and I think we did. I think we did an episode or two. I couldn't find them. I was trying to search, but didn't we do the one with like the Halloween candy where it's like an old man and kids are coming to trick or treat? I do not remember this. Maybe we didn't. I wanted to, but I guess we did not. What was the TV show where there was, we watched a few episodes of it and it might've been part of this, but there was the one where there was like the, the robot doll on a children's show. So I think that was um, Monsters, which I think oh, is- Oh yeah. 
I don't, I, I, that's either a spinoff of this or a spinoff of, of, uh, um, uh, God, what was the Steven Spielberg version? Um, the, uh, amazing, fan, uh, not amazing fantasy, but something, amazing stories. Tales from the Dark Side, the executive producer and his company would go on to make the horror anthology series Monsters. Monsters, yeah, okay. I think that was on Monsters. We did a couple of us as a Monsters. So, I, yeah, I, we may not have done that Halloween one. I don't know. I gotta, If anybody knows, let me know. I couldn't find it on our website, but, you know, we have issues and that wiki, I've got to get that fixed someday. But, um, oh, yeah, no worries. You know, there's things. It um, looks like there have been many attempts to reboot this. And the last one was 2016-ish, at least on here. And it just hasn't successfully happened yet. Yeah. But maybe it will. It's a kooky little show. It's Which we'll get into. It's fun. I like it. So, yeah, I'm very excited because I finally have it. And also, I was finally able to get, like, a download of all of them so I can easily, uh, you know, circulate those to those who need to see it. Uh, You know. So, it can be done now. So, I was very happy. But first, we... The first I picked out one episode in particular that I thought would be fun. And then I was like, I've never watched the pilot. And I started watching it. Because I actually thought it was that Halloween one that we I thought we had done with the Halloween candy. And it was like, oh, it's not that episode. But it's very weird. And that's the one we're going to talk about right now. It's called Trick or Treat. Brad will have a minute to summarize this episode of television to the best of his ability without going over. If he uh, is horrendously under and just can't do it in a minute, um, he's a uh, Halloween chump or maybe a hackles chump. Oof. Um, but if he does go over, or if he goes horrendously over, he's forgotten uh, what side of hackles door he belongs on. Mm. But if he gets it on a minute like a brave heart, that's what we're hoping for. That's the magic. So friend, I will count you in. Are you ready? Yes. You will go in three, two, one, go. All right. So there's this old man, Hackles, and he runs, I guess, like this uh, general store or something. Uh, but basically, he he has like uh, everybody's debt, like in this fucking small town. And he's got they've all got they all owe him money, and he's like he's like yeah, I'll give you credit in my store, sure. I just want like the I just want the deed of your farm or something. I don't understand how this works. Uh, it doesn't make sense. But his whole fucking game is he likes for kids to come and trick or treat at his house, and he plays a game where he they can come in and try to find his stack of IOUs and if they find him then he'll forgive their family's whole debt but what he really loves is scaring the fuck out of children and people are like being abusive to their children so that he can torture them with his lame ass haunted house it's very strange uh, but then uh, you know he's doing his trick or treat things and a witch shows up a straight up witch like a cartoon witch and she's like ah ha 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 and he goes to hell one minute <laughs> It's so weird, guys. I I was not expecting the real monsters to show up at all. Yeah. Because I guess I wasn't sure what we were in. I I wasn't sure what Tales from the Dark Side was going to give me. Even after the... Because we watched this one second after we watched the original one you picked out. And even then, I was like, maybe there'll be an explanation that makes sense-ish. I don't know. Yeah. This makes... And I was like, I watched it twice and thought, now, is there is there anything that shows that this might happen in the future? But no, what not I'm that like, I'm aware of. These episodes, they're super short. They're 22 minute mm-hmm. episodes. You're in and out. But it's like, and it's like a lot of them. I think this was, I think this was like one of the things about the show is that it like, there's some like crazy twists. Like at the end, you something absolutely like insane happens. And that's kind of the appeal. It's like the kooky turn. 
And this one, I was, I was, I like already when I was seeing this old man who's playing this weird game of like torturing children. The what sold me was like the parents that were like forcing their kids to do it, and all of that drama. And I'm like, this is weird and fucked up. But then a witch showed up, and then he went to hell. <laughs> it's that. It's like the darker part of what seems more realistic. Um, We'll talk about it more in a second if we want to go through it. But the father who talks about how he like used the strap to make his boy stronger. I'm like, holy God, this is legit. Yeah, this is fucked up. And then a witch shows up and you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, It's so good. It's so good. But yeah, so we start off. I mean, these opening credits are forever and always amazing and terrible. Like, I love that narration. It's so good. Just the, the, the creepy music. The yeah. Da, na, 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 na. But then, like, the horrible, like, effect where they transfer everything mm-hmm. to, like, uh, I guess they invert. I can't remember off the top of my head the, yeah. the type of video filter effect they'd put on it. Yeah, they invert it, and then, like, a little window opens up, like, a, the worst uh, special effect. Oh, it's, it's so cheap and goofy and insane. There was something about that intro as a child, because again, I, I, I saw this or was introduced to it on the Sci-Fi Channel oh, yeah. when I was a child, the reruns. But there was something about the beginning that was really creepy to me. But then when they did the video, it, it kind of lost its its scariness because I was like, wait a minute, what kind of weird video effect is this? There's just a yeah. there's a door opening up in it. Like for some reason, it felt like it it cheapened it to me, and I was just like, I don't know if this is gonna be as good as like the Twilight Zone. But I want to tell you, the pilot holds up. It's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that was I think that's part of the thing though. I think like it, they I mean I I don't I don't know, but um, this is a George Romero uh, fronted joint, and uh, he wrote this episode, and it's so good. It's like it's great so we start off and we got old man hackles here and i guess he's doing like his his accounting or his taxes or something um and who who's he got what kind of accounts has he got there uh we got fucking uh, well like some rando guy i don't know who he is and we got willie from alf <laughs> which what a treat love that guy and their accountants at a larger firm, is he like depositing? He doesn't trust banks, but there's these people helping him. Yeah, I yeah, I guess, I don't know, maybe they're banks. I don't I, I don't really understand. I I guess the, the thing is he's he's forced them to come in at three in the morning because like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have you bothering me during my business hours. So I make you, I make you come here at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck that. Like what? First of all, I don't know what year it is in this. I, it's sometime, I guess, it's either, you know, modern day, it's anywhere from the 30s to the 80s, somewhere in there. A cup of coffee can be four cents a cup. So yeah, that kind of puts it in a weird, I don't know, coffee might have been four cents a cup well, forever, as far as I know, yeah, until the like is, the 90s. If you're actually talking about what the actual, you know, value of coffee is, you know, I, you know, like if you, again, if you take this back to when it was coming out, you know, I, yeah, a cup of coffee, you're not going to pay more than a dollar for a cup of coffee, black cup of coffee. And like, you know, a business is getting a markup. So I think it's very possible that, you know, maybe the actual expense of a cup of coffee plus a small percentage for him, four cents could be reasonable. So again, I'd say it could be anywhere. These these guys have traveled what three or four hours from a, a larger city, and they're like, which is why they're there so late, even after business hours. Because clearly, I don't all that well, to no, say he's, they're they're after business hours because he told them to be there after business hours. Oh yeah, he scheduled it for three a.m. But it's so wild. Yeah, like I don't. 
anyway, as they talk to him, you realize that he is unhinged and crazy. Um, he, he keeps pennies. He just hoards all of his wealth in bags. He doesn't trust banks. Um, he charges a guy four cents for an extra cup of coffee. I guess the first one is on the house because they traveled so far mm. and he's insistent. But instead of like getting the the four pennies, which this guy may just have on him and then maybe he could lay down a dime or a nickel. He's like, nope, I want you to sign this IOU. And they're like, well, what the fuck is this IOU bullshit? He also at one point has a bag and he kind of like shakes out these IOUs and says, add this to the tally. And it's, it's so like crazy. also got like jewelry and like, yeah, like big thick rolls of cash. And they're like, it's wild. It is so crazy. And then they question him on the IOU. He's like, well, look, instead of signing an IOU, what out we just deduct four cents off the grand total of what you're paying for us tonight. Like that's, that's, uh, does that make sense? Ah, what's that? <laughs> and there, excuse me, why are you changing? Oh, did you hear it? And he freaks them out because he's testing out, I guess his latest Halloween gear. Yeah, he's he, all of a sudden like a, a spooky creature like flies down and they're scared and he's like, ha ha ha. It's Halloween, you fool! Didn't you realize? 3 a.m. That means today's Halloween, my favorite time of year. Ha 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 ha! Weird, weird. Like this penny-pinching miser seemingly only spends money on like goofy fake ghosts. <laughs> All of his money is like going towards like making haunted house tricks. There's a lot of questions I have throughout this entire episode, and it's okay that they don't answer them. Mm -hmm. um, but I really want to know what happened to this guy that made him like this. I guess we can it can read into it. Maybe it's like an Ebenezer because he doesn't trust anyone. So there's one thing. Yeah. And he's kind of gotten this rig like he's financing this kind of rural in my mind. It's like a mountain town, but it's in the middle of nowhere. And he's basically got the whole town like in in lean against He's got all their properties. Yeah. If they don't pay up, he owns he owns the town through these IOUs. Yeah. Which also seems weird, but I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a weird bubble that like could easily fall apart because if he owns it all and there's a default and he collects, I mean, eventually the property values are all going to be worthless and I it all collapses because again this isn't a large enough town to I I don't know I don't know how the economics of it work I none of it makes sense private property like shouldn't be a thing and like I don't nothing about this makes sense could we just stop with all these loans to buy houses and basically just go to a bank and be look how about I just an IOU what's the difference really right other than one is on a piece of paper and I might be able to get my loan completely dissolved if you hide them in your house on Halloween and then I come in there uh, and try to look for it while you scare me um, with, you know, not Halloween Horror Nights level, but maybe SeaWorld level Horror House stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't even fucking know. Like, this is... Everyone's old in this town, too, except for the little kids. Yeah. Because then my, a question I have, because that's that's the whole thing. Every Halloween, he hides the IOUs of the townsfolk in his house, and he invites their children to come to his house of horrors 
and find them. If he, if they find the IOUs and, and leave with them and like destroy them, then their debt is wiped. But he's he's banking that he can terrify these children because adults aren't allowed. And I guess there's a level to which the children become like teenagers where they're disqualified. Uh, because... Yeah, I, I really want to know where the cutoff is. Um, Because yeah, we see this, you know, the next scene we have this uh, father and son coming into a shop and they're like, yeah, so, uh, just, uh, I'm gonna, I'm paying my, I'm paying, uh, you know, my, my bill. I, I know I owe you money, so, uh, I'm just making my, my regular payment. Just to let you know, also, uh, my son's not gonna be coming to Trick or Treat tonight. He's like, oh, you're new in this town, right? You, you haven't been here for Halloween before. But, uh, Halloween's very special to me. And, uh, seeing as I, uh, own your house, um, yes, I insist. <laughs> Uh, you see, son, I, I, I take all these IOUs and I hide them in my house and I invite you kids to come one at a time and if you can find them, uh, I'll forgive all your families and you'll have a free start. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and the father's like, nah, he probably doesn't even have them in the house. He's like, ah, they are there. I'm not a liar. They're in there in a very obvious place. <laughs> like, okay, already I feel like you're giving away too much information, but okay. I love how he goads the kid. Come on, Billy. Take try your luck. Be a hero to your family. Come on out tonight, Billy. You got a chance just like anyone else. I'm like, ugh. And, the, ugh. and rightfully, the dad's like, this dude is creepy. I, I'm not sure if there's nothing, like, very weird happening here. Exactly. Inappropriate. Like, I, and the thing is, he's so insistent on it. And, like, clearly, other parents have said, hey, this is fucked up. You don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, they've warned him not to do it. And the kid's like, I don't know. It seems like I, 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 I could do it. I'm not scared. I'll try it. Why not, Dad? He's like, no, nah, I don't want you doing it. I don't want you doing it. I'm like, what does he think is going to happen? What are the other parents saying? <sighs> I mean, also, maybe the other parents are trying to scare him out of it because we see how desperate some of these parents are for their kids to get it. So... I mean, very desperate. Because also, we see this fucking drunk Irish guy show up. He's like in the shop with them, just kind of like waiting his turn. And after they leave, he's like, yeah, I've been, I've been beating my son to get him ready for you. Of course, in my day, we made our own costumes out of rags. I trust that this means that little Timothy will be with us tonight. My Timmy's going to find what he's looking for tonight. Yes, sir. I've toughened him up with me strap. I've toughened him up enough to beat you at your game. Yes, sir. Tomorrow morning, the Muldoons is going to be out of debt for the first time in their entire history. Sign, please. What the fuck? He's like, all right, sounds good. Yeah, all right, cool. So uh, you want me to put this on your on on your tab? Oh, your little little devil costume for your son. You want me to put this on your tab? That sounds real good. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, cause 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 he's gonna find him tonight, and he's and he's gonna wipe away all my debts. Yeah. Like the family's generational debts. Yeah. This will be the first time our family's been debt free for years, or for I think he says yeah, generations no, yeah, or something. Absolutely. It's like. And fuck. the guy is just like, that'll all right. Just side on the line for the. IOU, please. I mean, this is so fucked up. That guy is intense. Like, I love that actor. Just the way that he brings, like, I believe he beat his child to get him ready yeah. for this. And for this, well, maybe for the, at least partially for the purpose of it's Halloween. I don't know. But goodness, they're so, so fast forward to that evening. Um, 
the first person comes trick or treating, and this poor little girl. We also, well, first we see him. We see where he hides them, and he's got like. Oh yeah. It's like in the fireplace up. And then, like, there's, like, a little hidden, like, spot that he, can, like, reaches up and yeah. then, like, kind of over. So, yeah. An obvious hiding place. It, yeah. Everyone knows of that hollow cavity above your fireplace. <sighs> I mean, it's in a, like, anywhere in someone's house. Finding anything. Even if it wasn't hidden. Just, I have to find something that's some somewhere in someone's house. Impossible. Like, there's so many places a thing could be in a house. Oh, and yeah. then you add in, it's, like, in a hidden, like, in the fireplace if you reach up and over. Crazy. I never cheat a kid. I never heard a hair on their head. Motherfucker, when you stuff something your arm's length up into a fireplace, that's cheap. I, I think that's cheap. I mean, I don't think. I, it, I, it, if the cops were trying to find these, like, it would take a team of cops, like, maybe not, maybe they wouldn't find them. If they're searching and they're not, and they're grown ass adults that aren't scared of spooks, like, it just, there's so many places in the house. They're also just like a bundle of IOUs. They're yeah. not unique. I, I, how would you know if you're getting your family's IOUs? I don't know. I, maybe he, if you just find them, he just wipes your particular ones out. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think, I think there are the, the whole bundle is all of the, you know, the people that are coming. So if you find the bundle, then you, you're just yours and only your family gets theirs wiped out. But there, there aren't there multiple bundles? Or no, I guess he has a safe that he keeps them from behind it, that he keeps them in. He uh, yeah, put those them aren't, up yeah, those okay. aren't the ones that, those aren't the Halloween ones. I like, there's only one bundle that is like the people, <laughs> I guess, people with trick-or-treaters of the town. And everyone else, they can just fuck off. They're going to have to pay for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So there's a narrow window of youth that allows them to come in here like and how help many, clear I want to see, like, because this is an old man, like, how many people have, like, had kids, like, they had to look for them when they were a kid. Oh, and wow. now, like, their, you know, their kid is looking for it, and he's been terrorizing all these kids. And clearly, these kids are fucking scared because this old man has been scaring them since as soon as they could trick or treat. Yeah, every year they try. Like, But the first kid, eesh. she comes up. Trick or treat, Mr. Hackles. Little Susie, come on in. And Susie's, I, I don't know her, real, well, I don't remember her name, but the way she looks back at her mom and her mom, just so desperate. Go on, Susie, it's all right. Yeah. Just head on in there and try your best. Like, this is it, Susie, you've got to come through. I mean, I get it. Like, if if like Joe Biden was like, hey, come <laughs> on, man. Come on, Mecca. I'll clear off your student loan debt, but uh, you got to find some uh, spooky. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I uh, mean. You got to Spook your kids, um, and uh, we'll have them uh, find the find the you know, and I'll we'll, we'll, we'll wipe out that. If that had been like the stipulation for potentially clearing student loan I debt, mean, I'm sure much. conservatives would have been cool with that because that's that's cruel enough to be like, yeah, yeah, let's let them do it, let's let them work for it. I mean, it's yeah, it's that's about the kind of hoops you have to jump through to get any fucking student loan cl cleared. By the way, mine just arbitrarily for some reason um just went up. I don't know why. That was wild when you texted us about that. Yeah, like I just got a note that my um credit score dropped 40 points because my student loans that at one point were consolidated, which are not consolidated now, have all gone up even though my first payment isn't even due yet. So somehow they just went up arbitrarily for no reason. That is insane. Doesn't seem correct or legal. You can't. Can you unconsolidate loans like that? Don't know. That doesn't seem right. No. Especially if you have, I mean, if you have paperwork and evidence that you consolidated them, definitely. Yeah, but then well, that I mean, company sold do? it to They're a different company, so I don't know. Maybe only, uh, um... But the record would be one loan at that point, right? When you consolidate them? You would think. Them? You would think. So, there's, uh, Look, there's a whole bunch of hackles out there counting their pennies. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just saying, if I had a kid um, that I could uh, make go through a spooky haunted house to get my student loan debt cleared, I'd be like, come on, kid. Listen, we both know spooks aren't real. So I've raised you correctly. You know spooks aren't real. Um, if you want to do pops of solid um, and try to wipe out somewhere between uh, 99,000 and uh, 99,000 plus an extra 270 something dollars worth of debt, um, it would be real cool, small child. We only have like five or six of these opportunities for you to do it. So this year would be great if you could just do it, knock it out in the first. That would be... If not, maybe your kids can also work on wiping out my student loan debt because it'll still be there. Oh, um, yeah. They'll have another chance. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anyone could do it, it would be you and your child because you you could just take them to horror nights every every night of the week. Get them zoned up. Get them ready. Creating memories. It's been like, okay, and you'll get them right. Uh, but what if they have my, my eyeballs? Ugh. Duh. They're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> They're never going to find anything. Well, maybe not. Maybe there's something to jump up at them and they'd be like unaffected by the scare because it's just so freaking dark and they're just like look i'm used to things jumping out at me at the horror nights and i'm not i'm just rolling with it let me just feel around in this dark cavity yeah. oh, got him yeah. all right did all right. it um so the the first kid is easily deterred Hackles yeah. gets into her mind he's like he, he's got a whole rig out of like pulley systems and like switches and a little uh, microphone to talk into to, to terrify them and he says Listen here. What's that? And goblins in the house too? Oh! And then like this clear. I mean, it's a. It looks like an old man Hackles put together a goblin for fun. Mm-hmm. A little wee, like a little goblin figure comes up, and she's easily scared. Which also makes me think this happens either in the '80s in rural America or like in the '70s, only because. I mean, come on. If yeah. that thing jumped up at me, I'd look at it and be like, okay. Also, I'm an adult, so maybe not. But even as a kid, I'd like to think this is homemade enough that I might I might jump, but I'm still going to keep looking for stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, it's strange. It's just a parade of more kids coming in. Yeah, and it's just like, and he also has so many fucking things that like each you know each scene we see a kid come in, they're getting scared by a new thing because mm-hmm. he's got so many fucking weird little spooks in his house. I love that he follows the little girl out of the house and is just like laughing at her and her mom. Yeah. And her mom tries to console her, but she looks back at Hackles and is like, the kid is still scared and just runs into the woods or yeah. like out on the path or something. I mean, I, this the, the thing that's so fucked up about this is like, you know, you see the desperation in the parents' eyes um, and also like the like... It's just pure desperation because, like, clearly the child is scared and traumatized by all of this, and they know they're traumatizing their child. And all except for that one, you know, first guy is like, no, I'm, I have to, I'm sorry, you have to do this, because he's making us, and we desperately need this. It's fucked up. We see at least also like I clearly because he does watch them like leave and like he loves laughing at them like that's part of his kink too is like he not only loves like fucking with these families he loves like terrifying these children. And what else can they do? He owns the town. Yeah. Like he's going to kick him out. I do say, so we do at one point cut back to the one kid who thinks he can do it, whose dad's like, look, you're not going to do this. And he's talking to the mom and says, look, are you upset that I'm not letting our kid go try to wipe out our debt? And she says, motherfucker, yet. Yeah. No, she doesn't say that. She goes, uh, no, like I'm also kind of 
concerned that everyone in the town just lets this happen. And so what if he takes away our house? We'll just start over, no big deal. I mean, we got nothing now. We'll keep having nothing, but at least we'll have each other. And it's it's neat and, you know, fair. But the kid's just watching through the window with his little fake mustache drawn on his face for Halloween. He's just like, I, I'm going to go in there and get those. This is going to be Halloween. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I mean, the real thing old man should be worried about is someone, like, coming in and, like, shooting him down in the oh, night. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'm sorry. If you if you fucking abuse this many people, like... In rural America? Oh, yeah. You're going to get... Dr- you're going to get drug out. Like, no. It's not going to Oh, he's like- hiding large sums of money in the house? Yeah. And not a bank? Exactly. Old man hackles who's all he's got is animatronic-ish things in his house? Yeah, let's... Let's go regulate. We yeah, gotta that, set this straight for the town. That drunk, abusive Irish dad is is gonna like sneak into that house with a shotgun and blow that old man's head off, which, which I'm down it, with. Which makes it even more depressing that his action isn't let's get the let's circle let's get everyone together and go talk to this guy and straighten things out. It's let me abuse my child to toughen him up. Mm-hmm. Wild. I mean, Alex. Some people would say that um, you know, old man hackles. Uh, you know, he's 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 not being um, he's not being abusive. Um, well, we have to talk about that, you know, we have to think about, like, you know, the father being abusive. Uh, it's very complicated, and really, we can't really decide who's at fault. Is old man hackles the problem? Is the abusive uh, Irish uh, drunk father the problem? Like, I, you know, it's really complicated. I just, I, we can't, we can't know, but both sides, both sides, both sides are equal, <laughs> both sides are bad, and it's perfectly fine to ethnically cleanse the Palestinians. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, huh? Segue there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna segue back for a second. It's very cool. No, it's cool. Um, no, it's very. It's perfectly fine. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. So 40 percent of the Palestinian population is under the age of 14. Yeah, because they kill all the adults. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So like 60 percent of them are under 19. So I. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The problem is they're all terrorists, and we should definitely wipe them off the face of the planet. Um, absolutely horrific what is happening in the middle in the Middle East right now. Yeah. Um, and I do not understand, as Brad has said, how people can continue to not understand the. But Alex, the some horrific of those atrocities. broke out of their open air apartheid prison, and and they hurt some good, fine, upstanding Israeli citizens who weren't doing anything except living on stolen land. If anyone has ever seen video of how Palestinians are treated in Israel, you immediately would be like, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, there are sides of the story that I am clearly not aware of that um, would definitely make me rethink." What I have been told by, I guess, the media and the government um, for... You can, you can say that, Alex, but, um, you know, honestly, um, um, why don't they take a, a note out of Martin Luther King Jr.'s playbook and try a peaceful protest? Why don't they try a peaceful protest? Like, walking towards the fence that separates um, their land, even though if you get close to the fence, um, the Israeli snipers shoot you, and they did that, and uh, what the snipers did was shoot them... 
um, specifically in the knees and the ankles, because those are very uh, uh, brutal injuries to deal with, especially in a place that only has four hours of electricity a day. So there's just lots of, so of those people that are still alive and didn't die, a lot of amputations, because the snipers murdered the peaceful protesters, are forced them to have their limbs severed. And we talked about that on the show back when that was, yeah, that happened yeah. Um, a while so ago. So really, what's the difference between, I, it's complicated, it's complicated, it's complicated. Just like the drunken, abusive Irish guy and uh, the the old man that is uh, um, forcing all of this to happen and escalating it constantly. They're equal. Both, it's very complicated. <laughs> the the moment where, and we'll, we'll just talk about this, when the kid in the devil costume mm-hmm. who has been hardened yeah. through whatever means, um, that, strap, whatever that the means, strap. Through, 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 yeah, whatever the strap. the strap has done to this kid, it hasn't, I don't think it's done enough because he is not hardened. No. This kid goes in, he's like, I'm ready, Mr. Hackles. Monsters aren't, de- demons aren't real. And I'm dressed as a demon. So he's, he's obviously trying a lot. No. And um, the dad, just as desperate, you go in there, boy, and you better come out with those IOUs. And I'm, I feel f- bad for this kid. Like, this kid might die. If Hackles doesn't kill him from fright, his dad might just... Yeah. It might be the last night this kid goes. So he goes in. He is terrified by Hackles. Hackles does lie. Hackles is doing psychological stuff. The kid almost finds the IOUs. Yeah. And Hackles is like, you're getting cold there, boy. Super cold. Like, what was that? And, and he does the thing where the kid, like, the kid almost doesn't listen to him. We see him get inches from the IOUs. Yeah. And then I don't remember what happens, but he, like, gets into the mind of this kid, and the kid stops. And is this when the bear comes out? Yeah, this is I when love Halloween the Horror Nights bear shows up. That is, uh, that's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, yeah. there's the Howling Horror Nights bear. <laughs> oh, it's great. Because that's... To this kid, like, monsters aren't real. He's trying that. So something that is real are bears. There could realistically be a bear in this house. So when the bear swings open, it's too much for the kid, and he runs out. Yeah. There is the moment before that where he runs out and just looks at his dad, and his dad's like, IOUs, motherfucker? And his dad's, and he's just like, monsters aren't real. But but the bear's too much. So he runs out, and his dad... This is I a mean, good again, moment. I love this moment. Yeah, this is this is the moment where it's more complicated. It's not yeah. both sides. He runs into his dad's arms, even though his abuser's arms. Yeah. And his dad is heartbroken. Yeah. His dad holds him, and there's a tender moment of, what have I done? I am a monster. This is fucked up. Yeah. Um, and Hackles comes out and laughs, but he can't laugh for long, because Hackles is like, hmm. <laughs> Damn it, human feeling. Ah, oh, okay, well, wait a minute. Uh, no, you got the wrong priorities. Uh, how There's dare something, they? something backwards about all this. I don't know they what it love is. Their children. Oh, I don't want to see this. I'll turn off their electricity so that way no one can see it and they can't film it and they can't put it on the internet so people see how this population is dying. This population, which, by the way, 60% of happens to be under the age of 19. I mean, it is fucked up to new levels of... But it's been going on for a very fucking long time. 75 years, yeah. Yeah. Um, but to get back to, to the television show... Yeah, that's what we're talking we, about. We also see more <laughs> kids come in. Hackles has been doing this for 75 years. What? Yeah, I don't Hackles, know. generations of... But more kids come and go. But then Hackles gets a unique knock on the door where things take a turn. <laughs> it's so good. We are 16 minutes into a 22-minute show and shit's about to get kooky. So when he looks to see who's there and it is a fucking witch, like a cartoon, uh, 
witch. Like the most witchy witch I've ever seen. Warded long nose, witch hat, black robes. The the platonic ideal of a witch. Yeah. And he's just like, "Uh, wait a minute, you know the rules. No adults come here. It's only kids. It's just children. And he's like, who is this? And she's just laughing. She's just like, trick or treat. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, what the fuck did that... I, I don't remember the kid's name, but we'll just say his name's Billy. The one kid who wasn't supposed to come here who's like, no, Dad, I'm going to go do this. What the fuck has he got? Is this him in a costume? I, at first I is was this... like, wait, yeah, is that is that what's going on? Are they going to be like a family of witches or something? That oh, I was just like, did he get other kids together and they're all like joining forces? Like I was trying to rationalize something yeah. that wasn't supernatural in my mind. But you're right. It could have been all witches. I don't know. Yeah. So kooky. Like, just like, so weird. And then eventually he goes down and he's like, ah, ah, no one don't trick our traders. Not tonight. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean not tonight? Ah. But then, like, she uses, she, floats, she starts to fly, right? Yeah, she flies into the air and he, she flies into his house and then she magics the IOUs out of the fireplace. When she magic the IOUs, I was like, okay, this is a real fucking witch. Because even yeah. when she lifted up at first, I'm like, wow, Billy's really, he's going on. He's really planned this out in like the two hours we saw him like determined he was going to go for real. Cool. Yeah. But then when she floats in the house, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then she magics those IOUs up and he is like, ah. Yeah, and they're blowing around and he's just like trying to grab them. And then like he has a thought, he's like, oh, fuck. If she's able to magic into my house and take my IOUs, what about my money? Races to go get the money, stopped by like a zombie monsterish thing. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the laugh of the zombie guy apparently is Tim Curry. That's awesome. Yeah. Doesn't stop there though. Yeah, because he, he's still he's because it's it's he's trying to get his money because it again it's everything's just blowing the safe blew open the money's like blowing all over the place he's just trying to grab it like he's in one of those fucking uh, money machines that's blowing around <laughs> <laughs> and he's just trace chasing his money and like he he stumbles into a door in his house um but is it a door in his house? Opens up and he is met with a deep dark tunnel to hell. So funny. Like, straight up demon. The demon's just like, you're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. And he's entranced. Why the fuck would he go in there? Look, when a witch flies up over me and starts magicking things, I'm out. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, time to time to move. <laughs> Let's get this on the mark. Let's contact Sin- Sin- Sydney or Sandy or Sin- whatever her name is in California. Get her here to sell this house. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Whatever she needs to disclose as a realtor for whatever supernatural thing happens here, she can do. But I am gone. Yeah. I mean, all his money's in there, though. He's, he's got to, like, crawl down the, the tunnel to hell. And he just follows the money. All these demons are... Which is cool. And it's, it's fun makeup. Like, they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, the warmer, warmer, warmer. The way he does that, the way he was telling those kids is just great. Yeah. Um, so that happens, which is insane. So finally, this little kid... We're still in shock. This little kid with the drawn-on mustache finally shows up at the house. I'm like, oh, oh, forgot about this kid. Yeah. (laughs) Forgot, because it's... it again, it is 20 minutes now. There's two minutes left of this episode, including the credits. (laughs) And I'm like, I forgot this kid existed. He's like, trick or treat, Mr. Hackles, trick or treat. And the door opens and the witch is there, and he's like, hmm, I'm not scared of you, Mr. Hackles. I know it's you. Dressed up as a witch. Weird. Weird. (laughs) 
huh, hmm, maybe my dad was right about nuts. But then she lifts up off the ground is like, <laughs> and she starts just throwing stuff at this kid. Yeah. Jewels, money, the IOUs. And the kid's like, yeah. She yeah. doesn't ask any questions. Stacks this of is- cash and jewels. Um, like this kid's like, I mean, it basically looks like Mardi Gras beads though, which I'm like, what's going on? This is weird. I, I mean, it gets weirder. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this but kid's now goes. covered in Mardi Gras beads and got stacks of cash and has the IOUs. And uh, he walks off. As the credits come up, um, we see a tombstone in front of the house for Mr. Hackles. Magicked there by the witch, maybe, or the zombies or the demons. And it's like, here lies Mr. Hackles or Gideon Hackles. And it gives his birth date. And the, well, I guess there we would be able to find dates. So I don't, that might tell us when it actually happens. No, it doesn't, the dates, it doesn't show the dates on it. It just says, a businessman. He took it with him when he went. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Yeah. I also love that there's in the credits, the voice comes back. Yeah. Thought you got rid of me? The darkness is always there. Enjoy the light. Waiting, it's great. waiting for us to enter, waiting to enter us. That's the part that as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> enter me? The, the dark side is always there. Waiting for us to enter, waiting to enter us. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. So good. So good. It is great. Um, Should we go ahead and do the second one now? Yes. Alex, take a moment, collect your thoughts. Think about what happened, what people were doing, what were they wearing. Uh, whatever you need to discuss this in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be a creepy little Lucy chump. And are you ready? I think I can do this. All right. You'll be going in three, two, one, go. So Dr. Finner is renting a room out. And he doesn't, he, he's a hard landlord, but Gail, a graduate student at a local college, thinks she can handle it. So he is like, no boyfriend. She's like, don't worry about it. I just got my books. It's cool. So he rents her a room. The room has a weird little closet in it. She's like, what's that? And he's like, look, I got your wardrobe. Don't worry about it. Well, the closet starts making noise. There's a sound in there. She's like, dude, there's like a rat or something in there. He's like, rats, no, you're crazy. What, what about rutabaga rats? You set a trap and the rat took the trap? <laughs> Come on. Everyone knows rutabagas are brain food. Um, but, but sir, the key opens both my door and the little door. Does it? Oh, fuck. Well, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, but then she opens up the door and gets her hand caught by the mousetrap. And then there's a little creature in there. <laughs> and it's like, hello. And it grabs her, rigs her in. And turns out the creature is Fenner's, like, fucking child pet thing. Very weird. One minute, four seconds. God damn it. Shameful. I lost it. I lost the touch of the one minute. Yeah. Um, also, sorry, I said Lucy. It's Lizzie. It's Lizzie is the name of the little creature. I, didn't, I couldn't remember the, the oh, they creature's don't say, name. They don't say it there, Alex. Um, the reason I know it's named Lizzie is because I came across a YouTube video of somebody um, restoring the original puppet. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the puppet, so when you showed me, the audience couldn't see this, your DVD case, she's on the front. Yeah. Or it is on the front. It is 
perhaps maybe a famous creature from this? I, I believe I believe this is a well yeah a well remembered episode. So I I remembered seeing this one. Um, it's a Tom Savini uh, um, puppet. I'm not. Not a lot happens in this. No, no. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So please tell me what the experience of seeing this without video was. Listening to it. It was a lot of me, like, hearing the stuff that was happening and just like, okay. Like, I didn't, when you watch it, you get to see that at one point the creature comes out and we see part of it. And at one point it kind of reaches out to touch her ankle maybe. And at one point it's just hanging out under her bed. It like drags stuff under. Like, we see evidence of this creature. But when I'm just listening to the audio, it's her just freaking out about some random sounds which they don't do a lot and you're like all right cool maybe it is a rat so when it when i was listening to it i thought the thing that came out since he is a like a, a veterinary he's like a professor there or like the um the dean of a veterinary school yeah i thought oh, okay it must be a giant rat brad chose this to face his fears uh, because this I, we would not be watching this episode on well that's that. what confused me and that's one of the reasons i went back to see like was this a video because i was like there's no fucking way but it the way it sounded to to me, it was that. I was like, Shh, there was a large rat, but it was a big rat in her closet. They say little door, so I'm like, okay, maybe it's like a about the size we end up seeing Lizzie or Lucy. I was like, okay, just a big rat. And he's just a weirdo who has giant rats because he's a veterinary scientist. I say scientist, a veterinary uh, dean. Yeah. That's what I... Weird. At that and just like a lot of experimental, like, like just creepy sounds and like... Bizarre. So yeah, we start this episode off and we see this girl, she's uh, going to college and she's waited too long and she couldn't find a place to rent. And the last place available, luckily, this one professor has a room for rent. And he's like, there's a reason I'm a tough landlord. I I don't allow radios or television or boyfriends because I do my most of my work at home and I need my peace and quiet. You'll have the third floor to yourself, though. (laughs) Weird. Weird. All she has is her books and slide projector, so we're good. Yeeks. The room has a shower. True. Like its own bathroom, which is pretty cool. The tile work does not match what I would expect out of this, and it's a very weird placement given the way that it doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, there's a little tiny closet, which clearly goes to some sort of like attic or crawl space. Yeah. But it's been locked, so that's why she has the wardrobe in the corner. Yeah, even Immediate though, quit. even though, like, he tells her, yeah, I don't have the key for that little closet, don't worry about it. Um, like, even before she hears sound, she's already trying to, like, get in there. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, obviously, just foreshadowing for the episode, but, like, calm it down. Like, why do you need that closet so bad? Curiosity, man. Mm. Well, maybe I could use that closet. Maybe I could put stuff in there. You don't have anything. You don't have anything. <laughs> you have a slide projector. And books. That's it? Yeah. She has a hairdryer, I think, or something that she, some sort of electronic thing when she moves in that's stored under her bed. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know how much she's paying, but and I guess he gives her rides to school. Is she going to the veterinary college? Well, it's, it's a the college. School? He's just the dean of the veterinary department. Okay. She's a grad student in, uh, I think, art history. Yeah, you're right. I forgot that part until you just reminded me. Um, so she wants to get in there, and then I guess. She realizes that, or she tries the key that's in the door to her room, which, how crazy is it that she has to use a key to lock her door from the inside? I Because that's, that's the door, the key is from the, I mean. Yeah, that's how doors work, Alex. Well, true, but I don't have a key to any of the rooms in my house for the lock. I mean, we have like the new doorknobs where I can just trip it from the outside if I absolutely need to. 
Well, yeah, like in, in, but I mean, those those kind of knobs didn't exist at that time. I know, the that's 80s. the thing. Like, to me, it's like this also takes place in a, an, an unknown-ish time, kind of like the other one. Definitely, probably in the 80s, yeah, this if one not takes in place, the 70s. Yeah, this one takes place in 1984. So she sees the key and is like, wait a minute, let me try it on the store. So she tries it and opens it, and there's just like, it's just a black space. She's like, all right. Well, I heard something in there, so I'm going to put a mousetrap in there. So she gets a little mousetrap and puts it in, closes it, cool, leaves it unlocked like an idiot. She uh, she also tells him the next morning, she's like, hey, uh, I heard a rat in there last night. He's like, rat? No, there's no rats in this house. She's like, yeah, I heard a rat. There's definitely a rat. He's like, mm, no, definitely not. I do love how condescending he is to her. Oh, he's just such because- a dick. I mean, obviously, we know at the end, obviously, that he knows what's up there, but... It's not a rat. He wasn't lying, per se. So many questions. So, yeah, she puts the the rat trap in. Um, So that night, she's watching her slide projector. Thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. (laughs) (laughs) And she hears the trap go off. Gross. Don't like that. Hate that. Worst, worst thing in the world. Um, but she's like, no, nah, I'm going to get in there and see. And she tries to open the door. Eventually, the door opens the next morning. And that's, oh, there's, yeah, at night we see, we see kind of a little bit, we see the creature while she's asleep. And then she's not. Yeah, go on. There, there's parts of this that make me wonder, because there's also like, he, she says, hey, I, I found a way to open the door. And the way that he whoa, freezes whoa, 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 first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, not there. We're not there yet at all. Well, I, I was going to say, I don't know if the creature is necessarily bloodthirsty or like wanting to kill or hurt her because it doesn't it could easily at this moment if it's it's running in to go into her bed just kill her right there in her sleep but it doesn't so it makes me wonder what this like it's not just a straight up monster yeah it's just hanging out it's just being a part it's just happy to be a part of anything so yeah she hears it scurrying about um and she um then she wakes up and she realizes that the closet door is open so she goes to check that trap now that the door's open and the trap's gone so she's like oh weird okay well that's strange so she goes back to bed me no way no way not gonna happen um and that night we see the the, we see the eyes under the bed very creepy Mm -hmm. Um, the next morning, of course, the door's closed again and she can't get in. And that's when she's like, hey, um, there was, there was, the trap went off last night. Um, there was definitely a creature up here. He's like, no, don't think so. She's like, no, the door was open. Um, okay, what did the trap catch? Well, the trap was gone. He's like, oh, um, was the rat eating rutabagas? Sorry. What? (laughs) What? Because rutabagas are brain food. So this would have to be, this rat would have to be doing something pretty smart to move a trap. And I'm like, I... I do not follow what you're saying, sir. He he says all this condescendingly to her. And then it's like, I love the way he kind of hurries. It's like, look, it frustrates me just as much as it frustrates you. You don't understand the whole rutabaga thing. Are we going to school or not? <laughs> but it was interesting the way he said, like, oh, the door was open. Because there's a moment he's like, what did you see? Like, what happened? Because it also makes yeah. me think he's not sure whether this thing, I mean, he has a relationship with it. We learn later, but... I don't know if its intentions are I'm going to hurt this person. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he, well, I think he was concerned was just that he was afraid that you know she that Lizzie had gotten uh, hit attack you know um, hidden the trap hmm. might be injured, but uh, could be it too. Yeah. yeah, but later she gets home and um, the door is open and she's able to get in and oh, the the closet's full of stuff now. Huh. Weird. So she reaches in and of course the trap slams on her hand. And she goes, obviously, to, uh, you know, wash the blood off of her hand. And when she gets back, the door's closed again. So at this point, she goes down. So she's like, hey, 
um, this shit is fucked up. Like, it's like, mm, whatever. And this is when we get like a little bit of his backstory. And he's talking about how his daughter, um, he paid for college and grad school. And now she's living with a boyfriend and making a living as a painter, uh, painting houses. He's like, oh, so sorry. Um, what about your wife? Lump. <laughs> Excuse me? A lump. Uh-huh. Cancerous. Oh, like, oh, okay. Sir, you can't just say lump. That's not a response. You can't just say lump. You're like, melanoma. Mm. I, like, our, I, please, sir, just make sense. And then he's like, yeah, she, uh, then uh, chemotherapy and uh, uh, then death. This is Margaret's room. Where is she now? Montpelier, Vermont. She has a boyfriend. I paid for four years of college, two graduate schools, and now, of course, painting houses for a living. What about your wife? A lump. A lump? Hmm, in her breast. Mastectomy. Another lump. Second mastectomy. Uh, Chemotherapy. Spleen, liver, death. And inheritance taxes. I can't get that closet door open. No, of course not. I told you that when you moved in. No, it was open this afternoon when I came home from school. Then it shut by itself and I can't open it again. I tried a screwdriver. That's why I put the standing wardrobe in there so you wouldn't have to bother with that closet. There's something living in that closet, Dr. Fenner. Wow. Okay, get it, but weird way to say all that. She's like, okay, yeah, that's terrible, I'm sorry, but um, there is definitely something living in that closet that's fucked up. So, he's like, oh, I told you, don't worry about the closet. Um, That's why I put a wardrobe in there, so you don't have to worry about the closet. Use the wardrobe. And she's like, at this point, she's about to tears. And just like, just listen to what I'm telling you. She's like, nah, nah, nah. She awkwardly goes upstairs. She waits, I guess, till she hears something. She's got a little flashlight ready to shine it in there. Which is weird, because I think I would have the flashlight on trained on the door before I open it. But she doesn't do that. Yeah. She does not the most suspenseful, creepy way possible. Mm-hmm. Hears something, goes to the closet, opens it up. There's the darkness. She turns on the flashlight. Hi. <laughs> this is so, I, I remember seeing this as a kid and just being like, whoa. Because, uh, yeah, she she opens it. We see her reaction and then we see just this little creature, just this like pale white, like Hi. creepy little monster. This creepy little. Tom Savini bat boy looking creature. Big teeth, sharp teeth, sharp little uh, claws on its little hands, but it's little. Yeah. And it's just like, hey. Ugh. So I honestly don't remember everything that happens after this because there's like a little bit of a, a tussle. There's like, um. Yeah. And basically, like, yeah, it's scratching her, but basically it, she falls backwards and I guess breaks her neck. Um, and then it like drags her off into the closet, which is creepy, making these real creepy little sounds. The the whole part where she's turning to run, I think, and it jumps up on her shoulders or something. Yeah. What took me out of it? Just kidding. But when when it pans back, we see like the full body of her with the puppet uh-huh. on her back, 
and you realize the scale of it to her, and I guess the way they move it or the way they're having her fall, it almost seems like it uses its force or like its weight to be like, all right, and shove you down. And it's like the throw her down. I'm like, well, that's not how physics works. <laughs> Granted, a witch can fly. I'm totally cool. Mm-hmm. But when she falls down, you say she breaks her neck. The way that she has her eyes wide and she's like been terrified. I'm like, did she just like, I don't know what happened, but yeah, just drags her in and yeah. shuts the door. Fucking weird. The to me the the most sinister part is that the the doctor the Fenner guy is answers talking to her mom. Well, it's the next morning, so or the next day anyway. He's like, look, I don't keep track of her. I'm her landlord, um, not her parents. Look, I'm sure when she gets back in, she'll tell you what's going on. But I can't I can't be bothered by this. I'm a distinguished right now. If you if you don't mind, I have a we see the creature like in the background starting to come down the stairs, which is really cool. Like I love that. Is he gonna get him? And then uh, he gets off the phone. He's like, sorry, I, I have a root canal appointment in 30 minutes. I must be going. <laughs> and uh, he's starting to, um, he hangs up the phone. And he starts talking. He's like, oh, oh, something scratched my leg. And he looks down. And he's like, oh, oh, my little darling. <laughs> <laughs> and as ugly as this thing is, or like how we're supposed to bat boy this thing, uh-huh. it is kind of cute. It's oh, like yeah. it just came down. It's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable in its own little creepy way. Oh, yeah. It's a cute little creepy creature. I love it. That I guess feeds on humans and this is just something that happens? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got nothing but questions. Like, I, I do love how many questions this leaves. It's like, wh- how, what is this? Like, how long has this thing been in his life? Did this kill his wife? Like, hmm. does he have a daughter? Like, is this his daughter? Like, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. We'll never know. But yeah. he's very affectionate toward it. It's like, let's go up. You're so pretty. You're so cute. Let's go upstairs to your room. And let's just hang out. Let's read some stories. Let's let's just have fun. What was it doing in the closet this whole time? Was he like, was there another door that he could feed her through or? Well, he says that that, um, like that leads the other side of the closet. It leads up into the attic. So maybe it lives in the attic. And he says that it was like partitioned off or cut off. So maybe he's going in the attic and hanging out with her at night. Yeah. Because that was like, part of me was like, is he like sneaking in here at night when she's asleep and like feeding it? Well, How does this work? Uh, is it just is, in there with like a, or is like a have, camp out? Does, is this just like his thing is like he feeds it students. Like I. There's no way you could keep that up for this long in a small town. How long does this, how many, maybe this thing only needs to eat like once a year or something. I don't know. True. I don't know anything it's about his biology. It's a little creature. Really little. Yeah. I also was like, you could take this thing. After the initial shock, yeah, I don't know. I don't unless know. it's like, unless it's supernatural. I, the knows? thing is, it seems to have razor sharp uh, um, nails and teeth. So uh, true. I don't know. You're gonna get messed up. But yeah. Better that than you know, drug into the closet. To who knows what's gonna happen. Why didn't it attack her before? Uh, Does it like know. to play with its well, food? Well, maybe it's because she flashed a flashlight in its eye. Maybe it has sensitive eyes. Mm. They don't adjust well, and that was very painful. Maybe it wasn't trying to try to. Maybe she was trying to be like a friend. Who knows? Mm. Hey, just so you know, my dad is really fucking weird. Ever since, you know, mom died and sister left, he's fucking wild. But then she was blinded by this flashlight. It was like, oh, fuck. Ah, what's going on? Are you there? Oh, fuck. I slit your... Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, well, this this doctor, he's, you know, his, his wife died of a, of a brutal battle with cancer. Um, his daughter's... Maybe this is just a personification of his trauma. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what all of these are, Brad? I mean, the personification of trauma? Yeah. I mean, are, aren't those IOUs in the previous story just unresolved trauma? Mm. 
I'm not sure how the devil and the witch play into that one, but you know, yeah, it's what it is. Part of it, yeah, it's part of it. Part of it. I mean, those are the shows. I don't know if yeah. there's a between the two. Can we do a best dress, worst dress? Oh yeah, I I think uh, Professor Guy is best dressed. I think him and the college um, grad student by far have the most normal clothes. Yeah, but he's like a cool nice smoking jacket. Oh yeah, agreed. From and like uh, an ascot. He knows how to dress. Yeah, that's how I plan to dress in like five years. No one in the trick or treat one knew how to dress. No, no. I mean, maybe, maybe Willie from Alf. It's true. The bankers, but or whatever they were, uh, accountants. Worst dressed. Um, kid with the drawn-on mustache. Yeah. Come on. That's I not can a costume. do it, Dad. I know I can. Son, you don't even know what the fuck's going on. You just. Son, you think a costume is drawing a squiggly lines from your face? <laughs> Heckles will eat you alive. Like you're fucked. You're, you can't go. Yeah. Um, who won and who lost between these two? Oof. Clearly the town won, right? With the IOUs? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that kid, um, sweetly face, worst dress, but I, clear winner. I mean, he's got those Mardi Gras beads, stacks of cash, <laughs> IOUs. I mean, the whole town won, but I think he's the big winner. I mean, runner-up, um, clearly um, abused child who hopefully will not have to be abused anymore, but will True. have to deal with its uh, trauma, so that will be its own monster. <laughs> I mean the the loser. Ugh. Um. I mean, Hackles went to hell, but he, you know, I don't know. I think this girl that was just trying to rent a room and got mauled by a little creature, like after three nights of thinking there was a rat in her closet, that's no good. Done like that. I mean, best case scenario, she would have seen the rat. Ugh. She was not expecting. Oh, but that I would rather see Lucy the mom. I would rather see Lizzie. Lizzie than see a fucking rat. Ugh, gross, 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 gross. I think she loses too. Yeah. There you go. All right. Wonderful selections from tales of from the dark side. Yeah. Do we watch more of this for the rest? Do we have another? Do we have enough lead time to watch more before um, October thirty first? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know next week we'll be watching a movie. Uh, we're gonna have Chris on. That's gonna be fun. And remember, Amjack, man is the warmest place to hide. Thank you so much for listening to this episode Where of Ramjack. Where does Count Dracula eat his lunch? I don't know. At the Cascateria. Sorry, it's a Halloween joke, but it's from churchofjesuschristfacts.net slash justfunhalloween. <laughs> so technically a Mormon Halloween jokes. <laughs> you should just tell jokes in regardless of what their content is. You just say Mormon joke at the end. I mean, I, I do love that this one is... Like technically a Mormon. I mean, not none of these are Mormon. Thing. I did look to see if there were any, but there are Halloween jokes from the Church of Jesus Christ Facts.net website. Just for fun. Vampires are in the Bible. I don't I don't know about that actually. But um thank you for the for the funny joke. I appreciate it. Our listeners do, and we appreciate you, listener. There's way to con the ways to contact the show. There's the Facebook group, there's the uh, ramjackpodcast.com. Um we have some stuff on YouTube. Let us know what's up. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Indeed. And friends, just want to let everybody know during this spooky, spooky season, I've got some great news. I got some brand new peepers. Um, signed a contract, got it all worked out, and I have sold my soul to And I got to meet that sad little lamb. So, oh, nice. It's a win-win. No IOUs either, so that's a good one. No, no, just just straight up deal. 
Signed, signed it out. Um, he plucked out my eyes, put in the new peepers. So I got demon vision now. So it's real cool. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. It's great. It's great. I mean, sad. I just bought all these contacts, though. I got like three boxes of contacts now that I don't need because I got demon eyes. I mean, small price to pay. I mean, I should have worked in like a deal like, hey, um, also, you're going to take these old eyes. Take You have to take all these old contacts with them because I just don't need those anymore. But it feels weird just throwing them away since I just spent so much money on them. True. Well, surely Pazuzu is going to be using those. Those eyes. Like you said, maybe maybe he'll come back. I don't know who you're giving these shitty eyes to, but please give them these contacts because they'll need them. So there you go. And so kind of I kind of a win-win for Pazuzu, really. He's he's getting like hundreds of dollars worth of contacts for free. Plus a soul. So do your do your demonic eyes well, did they come from another demon or are they grown? Do you know? Yeah, I didn't ask. Is there a donor? I thought probably better not to know. You know, well, I mean, we use demons. Do you really want to know? Well, what if uh, I mean, what if they told me that like this was like like this was like a product of Israel, and you know, I'm ooh. like fully BDS. Like, I mean, like it's you know, it's pretty easy not to eat sabra hummus, so I can just not I can just eat like a different brand of hummus. But if the only eyeballs I can get that actually function happen to have been products of Israel, and I have to decide, fuck, am I gonna like you know go against BDS? And, you know, buy a product of Israel supporting that fucking country. Or am I going to have vision? It's going to suck, but I'm going to be stuck with shitty vision because I don't want to support that fucking country. See, I would be more worried that, like, the donor, the family of the donor would Mm -hmm. try to contact you later. And, like, you might be at work or in your home Mm -hmm. and suddenly... you're startled awake or just like startled in the elevator and then like this scary creature comes at you which you're used to and you're like pazuzu and it's like no i'm not i'm not that guy i'm another one i just wanted to see if you were using i wanted to see the person that's seeing through my child's eyes or whatever just like just check up see what's going on are they doing good for you cool be cool i mean like make a new friend yeah i'm gonna take you out to lunch can we make this uh peepers are great Sweet. Do you want to? Do you want to go? Do you want to do something? You want to do this a regular thing? I know, I know this might sound weird, but I would love to have a relationship with you. Hmm. I miss my son, our daughter, sure. our creature. Sure. I mean, I you know, I'm just not really. I you know, I, I I'm real busy. I got a lot of stuff to do right now. But I really appreciate. Thanks for reaching out. And you know, hey, you know, just I you know, text next time before. Maybe another time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know. Well, I'll I'll send you a solstice card. It'll be great. Yeah. Then they give you an Israeli address, and then you're really torn. Uh, I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have known. God damn it. That's how they get you. That's how they <laughs> fucking get you. I don't know. Is it an anti-Semitic trope to say that demons' eyes come from Israel? <laughs> I don't know I if mean... that's an anti-Semitic trope. But, like, I'm not really worried about anti-Semitic tropes as much as I'm worried about ethnic cleansing and genocide. Because that's kind of a bigger fucking deal. So we don't need to police every goddamn word we say to make sure it's not accidentally anti-Semitic. Because there's nothing anti-Semitic of being against fucking the Netanyahu government. The I government, mean, by the way, that has supported Hamas and and championed for them to be in charge of Palestine because it was an, e- an easier villain. Kind of like when Hillary Clinton was really pushing for Donald Trump to be the nominee for the Republicans because she thought he would be easier to beat because she's a fucking idiot and wrong about everything. Kind of like Benjamin Netanyahu. If, if anything bothers you in what Brad has said or we've said on this podcast, just do your history research. You will yeah. get fully – I'm sure – there are things you just don't know. 
uh, that make it difficult and confusing. Uh, and that's not not on purpose by the people who have told us yeah. these things. So the only thing you need to worry about is that it's not complicated. It's not complicated. The Middle East, not complicated, not complicated at all. In no way is it complicated. It's real fucking easy. I the last thing I'll say about this, there have been a lot of people I've seen in uh, the feeds doing what you've said is like both sides. Also, other people are like, um, there's not both sides pro Israel. But it's interesting to, for me to see the people who are identify as Jew who are Jewish and are like, yeah, I don't like Zionist Israel either. Do you know how it was started? <laughs> Do you know about the history of all that shit? Like. Yeah. Not great that people are killing each other, but also it's not right what Israel's doing. It has not been right what they've been doing yeah. to these people. Um, it, 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 there's just so much in the history that it – I never understood I, – I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. We, we got stuff to do and other things to say. I'll, when I was growing up in the church, it was given that you would support Israel, and I don't remember why. And I never remember them saying other than, well, it's Jesus' home world. No, oh. no history of it. His home world. Yeah, it's his home place. You know, that's, what, that's where world. Jesus was. That's the planet Jesus came from. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's because, no, fundamentalist Christians want it because it's it leads up to the fucking second coming. Like, it's all apocalypse bullshit. The Jews have to go back to Israel before the second coming can happen. But- that's why Christians are all about Israel. But only some. That's the thing. Like, there were maybe a handful of people in my church that were like that. And everyone yeah, else they, looked at them the like they ones, were fucking crazy. And they're like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, um, but they don't – the other ones don't know that that's why Christianity is so big on Israel. I – I think a big reason they did it was, was like, oh, we want Israel to be under a friendly religious regime. And we don't know anything about Islam right now. And I just know it's not Jewish and I know it's not Christian. So we don't want them to have Israel, which well, all, yeah, is the most weird. It's also white supremacy. Exactly. It's the reason that Israel, like, you know, is fine with dealing with, you know, terrorist nations and fine with having, you know, Russian immigrants um, because they're trying to populate it with they're trying to populate Israel with white people by any means necessary i mean we know this now i'm talking as as a child when i was yeah, in there yeah, i was yeah, like of course well why are we doing this well we don't know just do it maybe it's the islam people the muslims is that what they're called and you're like okay these people also thought that like the southern baptists were a different religion than other people and you're like well still christianity no it's a different religion uh, I mean, it gets shaky with the concept of denominations from Christianity, I understand. But also, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I know. Read your Bible, they'll tell you. Okay. Yeah.